0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Podgets Full of Soup. I'm here with Tim Geddes. Let Tim host. Uh, Let Tim host, indeed. So, through the magic of non linear editing, uh, we're going to reveal a secret to you. The middle portion of this podcast was lost to technical error. What's technical error? Well, the subject of this program set the camera up, and then I, not him, it's not his fault, it's my fault. I forgot to press the record button, and we only noticed this about halfway through the interview. But the interview was really good, so we decided instead of starting over, we were going to go ahead and go with what we had. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in case you're wondering who that subject might be, Tim, who I mean, I do don't you don't know. You don't know who it could be. I don't you don't think there are could it any be Nick Scarpino? any subtle clues to who we might be talking about today? I don't know. You tell I, me. I can't figure it out either. They'll I, I find out eventually. Yeah, it's got to be somebody. I don't know. Anyway, guys. Um, my sincerest apologies for the lost video in the middle the audio will be there I don't know maybe we can get a a, a slideshow of of of, uh, of- beautiful Kevin shots or something in there. What do you think? We'll Uh, see. uh, I don't know.
1: We'll 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 have to figure figure out we'll get
0: in in there in the middle. But thank you for your patience. Uh, We trust you as a community. We thought about re-recording the episode but Tim and I both agreed that uh, this bunch of folks would be probably tolerant of our error. Yes. Thank uh, you for that. Or of my error, not your error. So anyway guys uh, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy the interview. We're going to kick right ahead here into the interview proper and right smack in the middle of it suddenly video will appear. (laughs) So there we go. Until then I hope you enjoy the audio and thank you so much for watching and Supporting the show. Hi, everybody! Welcome back to Pockets Full of Soup, the storytelling show. I'm your host, Jared Penny, joined by the indomitable, the Marvelous, the Wonderful, the Unconquerable.
1: Damn, Tim Geddes. let Tim host. I love you, Jared. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I've, Tim. I've often, uh, you know, said this on record that you were the nicest person I ever met, and I think that 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 is a statement I'll stand behind forever.
0: Tim, you are effusive every time I'm with you. You are nicer to me than... You keep talking about how nice <laughs> I am, yet you are far nicer to me than I have ever been to <laughs> I, you. Uh,
1: I appreciate that, but Where's, no, you're you a very special person.
0: Don't let Tim fool you. Tim is a bona fide sweetheart, and when thank you get you. to the center of mm-hmm. that delicious chocolatey oh, nugget yeah. that is his heart... It's white chocolate. ...you find a perfect cherry cordial
1: right oh, smack there in the center. Oh, just, well, just Thank, a you, thank yeah. you. Do you like the cherry cordial? Oh, yes. yeah, I do. All right. I, I found... The, you know, too many is bad. I've, I've had my I, I don't know share... what you're talking about. <laughs> I just start, you know, yeah. throwing them in there and seeing what happens. And it's, mm.
0: Man, my weight has fluctuated lately. I can go up and down and up really? and down. Yeah, it's, it's like stress. Like, you uh, know, the stress eating. You know how that is. Life's I mean, stressful. It yeah, but happen. fun, too. Good things oh, happening. Yes, but it, Absolutely. Yeah, if I could be, gotta beat that weight thing. Did you ever, did you ever have difficulty with weight? You oh, you I feel like I, I'm
1: having the most difficulty I've ever had now. Really? Yeah, like I- I've never cared. I've never thought. I've never been particularly active as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like, you know, in the last couple of years, I kept eating the way I always have, drinking soda the same way I always have, and not working out the same way I always have. And it's always been okay for me. Mm -hmm. Like I was always, um, I grew up in San Francisco. So all of my friends happen to be Asian American. Just that's just all the public schools I go to. So my entire life I've been with, surrounded by people that are a lot smaller than me mm-hmm. overall. Where Many of your friends are Asian
0: American because yeah, I, well, a big I mean, Asian up American. until IGN, uh,
1: all of my really friends, all of your friends all of them no kidding every okay. single one. Wow. So I was always I was six feet tall and they were five two five three like in middle school uh, mm-hmm. and and it, they're much 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 smaller very skinny guys and uh, I was always bigger but I never really like thought about it. I was like oh I'm different that's fine. And uh, it wasn't until now, with IGN, a lot of white people in my life. It just kind of (laughs) happens, you know? And uh, then I I hit a point recently where I was just like, man, I'm doing what I always used to, but my metabolism is not the same. I'm just Mm -hmm. getting older. You know, and I'm just like, I'm looking at myself on camera, and I'm like, oh, no, I need to do something about this. But that's where I'm
0: at. Have you brought a regimen in yet? No,
1: no, I keep thinking about it. You know, like before, in my entire it's life. It's much
0: easier to think about health than to do anything oh, exactly, I've learned. I'm, exactly. I'm an expert at thinking about uh, losing weight. Yeah.
1: I feel like this is a, it's a, a funny topic that we're, we're going so down, far down this rabbit hole now. But uh, it's, it's been one of those things in my life where every time I've ever even thought about working out, like I'll go through phases where for like a month I'll run every night and do mm-hmm. push-ups and sit-ups and like all the, the fake working out, you know. And it was always for a girl. It was like always oh, really to, to like, impress someone, ah uh, not even so much to impress them as much as it's like they deserve this, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I should be like trying a little bit harder in my life uh, to be impressive i I, to myself it's it's more about like me feeling good was it about confidence
0: self confidence i
1: think so yeah yeah and and you know somewhere along the line i gained a lot of confidence in other things and so i stopped really caring about that which Mm -hmm. is unfortunate because my my girlfriend now is so wonderful and she deserves the best and i am not giving her my best when it comes to uh my physicality but
0: what about everything else
1: Oh, everything else. Oh, a plus. She's I'm getting the best. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, no, she's getting the absolute best, and I, I, I try at least, you know, and I feel like I give her it. Um, Does she let you host? She would let me host anytime. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. that's excellent. But, but anyway, enough of that.
1: Enough, enough, for that. One I, day enough of will that. Get better. Enough of
0: that, indeed. Yeah, because uh, we actually are ready to get to our first question, which is always the same until I decide to change it. Uh, now, before I ask, mm-hmm. I think tonight people might, mm-hmm. through subtle hints mm-hmm. implanted yes. in the set. Here, uh, where I'm a guest at the uh, at the kind of funny studio, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. might have some idea who you're going to talk about An this England. evening. An inkling, yeah. perhaps. It's I, I don't know where they would get that clue, but mm. I think they might know. But let's let's see, mm-hmm. Tim. Who yes. are you thankful for?
1: I am thankful for Kevin A. Coelho. Kevin A. Coelho? Gotta, What's the got, A stand You got to figure out the A stands for. He hates it and uh, would not want me saying what it is. It's out there. People know. Okay, you no, would what, not guess.
0: You have tantalized us. Mm-hmm. You've been like Kevin A. Coelho.
1: Yes. And so then you, you said, and the A is
0: out there, but you can figure it out. Now that mm-hmm. seems like a, it seems a half measure there.
1: Yeah, yeah. People know I, it's, I tease him. You know what I mean? I've known him a long time, so uh-huh. there's a, there's a lot of give and take with, with Kevin Coelho. I mean,
0: Alphonse we, perhaps?
1: It's not Alphonse. It, close. Artichoke. Oh, artichoke. That would be fantastic. Okay. But no, no, no. no. Archibald. Oh, man, I wish it was Archibald. All right. Well, I'm
0: trying those. Well, well,
1: someone out there, I'm sure someone in the comments will know. will figure it out. I and, would love – yes, we,
0: we want to know. But Kevin Coelho, yeah. uh, your friend, mm-hmm. uh, fellow kind of funny employee.
1: Employee number one.
0: Employee number one.
1: And so far the only full-time employee that we have. Okay. So you have the four of you and then, yes, and Kevin, then Kevin, your minion. My, our minion. And okay. that is a very adequate way to put it, but it's also very, very, very – Very wrong. He is so much more than that. And he always has been. I think. So here's a thing about Kevin Coelho. I have known him since I was four years old. And he is. Four. He was three. Wow. Um, Those numbers might be off a little bit. I might have been younger. I might have been three and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, Somewhere in there. We'll figure it out. We were little kids. His mom was my babysitter, actually. No kidding. Yeah. So. So did he come along? He came along. Okay. Yes. So it was. Uh, mainly for my little brother, who at the time was two and a half. Okay. So he really needed, I mean, I, I was four, so I, I needed some taken care of as well. Yeah. Um, but while, while my mom and dad were out working, someone had to be taking care of us, and my grandma was getting a little older, so my mom found Kevin's mom, Okay. And hired her to kind of look after us and take care of us.
0: She, like, came to your house?
1: Yes. Okay. She would so come she... to our house um, and, and take care of us. Or sometimes she would take us to, to her house out in Daly City. Back then, we were in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And um, she would bring Kevin along.
0: So it's four year old you, three year old Kevin, mm-hmm. and two and a half year old your brother. brother. And at that age, a year is a huge deal. Like, oh. that's that's like a third to a quarter of your life, depending.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's true. However,. It wasn't a huge deal. And I, so here's the thing. I need to get the, my math right in this because I'm not sure. Okay. But I'm fairly convinced when I first met Kevin, I was three. Okay. Because he is 11 months younger than me. So he was born in the end of May. Yeah. I was born at the end of June. Okay. So every year there's one month where we're the same age.
0: It must be a very important month. It's for a Kevin.
1: very important month for him. Yeah. He will never let it down to yeah. this day. It's very
0: important. He's but catching I, up.
1: But I think I met him at that time. So we were the same age technically. All right.
0: Do you remember meeting Kevin? Or Absolutely. is Kevin just a you remember oh, yeah. the first I I remember at that age.
1: You remember the first meeting. That's amazing. So I think there's a, a thing when you have siblings. Mm-hmm. Do you have any siblings? I do. Okay. Uh, are you, where do you fall in the... I am seven years older than my brother. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. See, that's that's a significant amount. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm sure even then what I'm about to say rings true. I had no older brothers. I My only actual sibling is my little brother, Greg. Okay. And he... I... I from the moment he was born, I felt a sense of responsibility for mm-hmm. him. Like, I, I just knew. I was like, I am the older brother. And it's weird because I didn't have an older brother to tell me that's how that's supposed to work.
0: Okay. This was just something intuitive to you or just just something your parents yeah. instilled or just I, genetic? I don't, I
1: don't know. I don't know. It was okay. just something about it where I was just like, this little dude is my little dude. Okay. You know? And I was kind of always right there with him. And and so I feel like with Kevin, like, once, once he came into the picture... Um, I was always just aware of it. I was aware of how the dynamics all work. So I do remember meeting him. I do remember, like, I I I vividly remember it was in the garage of my house when Uh he first came up, and uh, his mom brought him in, and I was just like, oh, this is Kevin, and you know, we're we're..." you remember the introduction? Oh, totally, totally. Oh my gosh, what was he wearing? Oh, I don't remember what he's wearing. I mean, I he he was a little dude. The thing about Kevin is now you look at him and he's he is. Everyone has an idea of Kevin. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But back then, like Kevin. Actually,
0: no. What What does everyone has an idea of Kevin
1: mean? Kevin's this round, little, angry, little beaver-like creature. <laughs> that is so not true, though. Oh, my God. He's this this little, like, he. But that's not Kevin. Kevin has been, he, he's seen some shit, you know? He's this, like, I mean, I guess that's the problem, is it's like, there's a lot of people that have different images of Kevin, and they're all true. That's uh-huh. the thing. Kevin is, look at him. Just look at him. Mm-hmm. It's like he's simultaneously this and this with horns, you know. <laughs> I and mean, that's we've said it so many times on our shows. Kevin is—it's uh, pros and cons with Kevin. I have never in my life loved somebody and hated somebody in one sentence as much as him. Okay, where did that dichotomy begin? So, okay, so going back to it, we yeah. first meet, and it was like instantly, the three of us hit it off
0: there in, was a brother like, not hate
1: uh, in like okay. there was a brother dynamic between all of us that mm-hmm. just just instantly rang true now he had two older sisters okay now that i think is where things really came into play you were talking about how that one year at that time could make the world of a difference right where me being a year older than kevin technically would make me the senior and me you know in a different league than him we never saw it that way mm-hmm. because i was so close with my brother and because he had older sisters who were each five to seven years older than us, uh-huh. who we saw as, they're the older ones. Uh-huh. So we grouped it into two separate groups where it was essentially the young boys and the old girls.
0: So the two of you felt more close and fraternal than you feeling any kind of paternal. Exactly. Uh, or, exactly. Okay, or you had less the older brother thing and more a match of equals. Definitely. So this this whole persona of kevin here at kind of funny where he's the guy that you guys kind of of pick on pick let's be on, honest yeah that is a newer more adult development or no, is that more of a, a personality for the camera thing
1: no, or is that something I mean, developed i think something key there to keep in mind is that i am by far the youngest member of kind of funny Ah, so the way me and kevin interact. Is very different than the way Nick interacts with Kevin.
0: That's interesting.
1: Nick will pick on Kevin and, yeah. and do all that stuff. I don't pick on him, and you can notice in the content. I don't pick on him. I give him shit like a brother. And that's and the that's, difference. There is there is a there's a subtle difference to it. Can you qualify I will also that? lose you, my shit with him faster than anyone else because you feel empowered to exactly just because, because there is that thing of like I'm just not going to take his shit.
0: What's what's the qualifier between picking on him and and? Treating him like a brother, what 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 defines that difference for you?
1: I think that there's just a layer of realness oh. that you just can't, you can't duplicate even if you tried. i like, talking about
0: intimacy or?
1: Uh, I mean, emotion. I think emotion is yeah. really where it comes down to. And it, it goes back to, I keep saying this pros and cons and like love and hate thing. Mm-hmm. And it's so true because that is what family is, mm-hmm. you know? It's like <laughs> your, your family can be so upsetting, but you love them so much. And Kevin is a perfect example of that to me where he will, you know, just help me do something so awesome and help me achieve every single thing that I'm trying to achieve and then walk by me and, like, graze my arm in a way that he knows is just going to boil my blood <laughs> and just make me disgusted with him because he just, he's just such a, like – uh a, a dirt magnet, and just like he's so handy, and he's always doing things, and there's always oil all over his body. Like he's, it's like he's like a mechanic. That like, so I mean, I think a mechanic is probably the best way to describe Kevin. Like he gets things A mechanic done. is the yes. best way to describe Kevin because he gets things done. He's such a hard worker. He's a problem solver. He's always doing something. He's always doing multiple things. Like okay. he's always thinking about three things while doing three other things.
0: And it sounds like you admire
1: that. Oh, absolutely. But it also sounds like it drives you insane. It drives me insane be- for multiple reasons. One, because mechanics are always dirty and oily and nasty. Kevin's always dirty and oily and nasty. Okay, and now we got
0: some mechanics in the audience here. You've got to behave but I mean, yourself. But,
1: but they are, the difference is yeah. they understand that they're dirty and oily and nasty <laughs> and give people personal space. Whereas Kevin <laughs> thinks it's funny to get all up in your personal space. And that's when all the love I have for him in an instant goes away. And I'm like... Oh my God! I hate you so much. Is he doing this
0: to elicit the rage yes. from you?
1: That's all he does it for. He loves it. And he's it break- like he's my brother, man. Like, and that's that's where it comes down. Yeah. Is like that is the thing that you either get or you don't get. Kevin is my brother, uh-huh. and I grew up with him, almost literally thinking he was my brother. Yeah. And this sounds really stupid, but but stick with me for a second. Okay. My mom would not allow violence in my house. Like, she just didn't like the idea of weapons. She didn't like the idea of me watching Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles because it was violent. Mm -hmm. And she just, my mom was a hippie. My mom and dad were hippies. But my dad kind of just didn't really care. But my mom was very strict about what I could and couldn't consume. And that came from a good place. But obviously, let's be real. That's not going to happen forever, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas Kevin's mom uh, and dad were very just kind of like experience, experience it. Go. Okay. And so Kevin had all these cool toys and stuff that I didn't.
0: And um, would he bring those along when yes. he came to your house? Yes. For, oh, so every day mm-hmm. he comes bearing bearing artifacts from a forbidden world.
1: Absolutely. So we're dealing with all these Ninja Turtles. And like, as, as corny as it sounds four-year-old Tim, three-year-old Kevin, two-and-a-half-year-old Greg, as we grow up a little older to, like, a point where even my little brother was, like, cognizant of what was going on. Like, we related to the Ninja Turtles in such a real way where it's, like, it didn't even matter whether or not they were actually brothers because like, that's kind of ah. a, a weird question, right? Like, uh, I remember even watching the the 1990s movie, mm-hmm. the Ninja Turtles movie, sure. and just ended being, like, Okay, so the four turtles, like, do we know that they're actually brothers? And their dad's a... Four, four baby turtles. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So it's this idea that it was just like, man, they, they're, they're brothers. They're a family. And, yeah. like, I always felt that way with Kevin. And, like, we instantly identified as different turtles. Uh, my brother was Michelangelo. Okay. Know, and he was kind of just, like, the fun, mischievous one. Um, uh,
0: the, the party dude. The party dude, say. some
1: would say. I was Leonardo. Okay. So I was... I was the leader, and I think that my age had a lot to do with Wait, that.
0: Wait, you, you—you were—you were the—you were, the, were the Cyclops of, I, of your particular X Men. You oh were the Leonardo God. of your Ninja Turtles. Dude,
1: I mean, if, to take the Cyclops into it, Kevin's the Wolverine. I think that's so perfect. So
0: you're Leonardo, you're you Cyclops. Kevin is Raphael and Wolverine. Then no, right, well, no? so, so, or so that's, Donat- where,
1: mm, that's where that doesn't exactly perfect. Donna Raphael. Uh, he's Ro- he's Wolverine in the X Men uh, sense, and just because the Cyclops Wolverine kind of like respect yet rivalry. It okay. goes on, because yeah, yeah. that is totally me and Kevin. Um, but in the Ninja Turtles, I think it fits a little bit cleaner uh, in that he is the Donatello. He's Donatello, okay. He is the guy that Leo would be nowhere without. Like, Donnie is <laughs> making shit happen. You know what I mean? He doesn't get the credit, and he, and he doesn't even want it necessarily. Yeah. It's just more, he is the the brains behind no, the whole thing.
0: Uh, especially comic book Donatello. That's him. He, oh, he, he's, absolutely. He's, yeah, he's like, the comic book Donatello is he loves his brothers, but he's way less into this whole Ninja Turtle thing than everybody else. Exactly,
1: exactly. And I, I think that with, with Kevin, it's like, you know, he was all about the Ninja Turtles succeeding. Yeah. But he, it didn't really matter yeah. about the, but he, Donatella wanted to make machines, be- like do machines better than anyone else. Yeah. And that's, that is Kevin, like entirely, in that he, he wants kind of funny studios to be mm-hmm. better than mm-hmm. anyone else can do it he wants to know how to use the switcher in ways that no one taught him how he just wants to teach himself because he wants to know how to do all these cool things and it's like i've always admired about that about him i feel like me and him have always been a good team because we've always been this way
0: and he does that for the benefit of himself because he enjoys it but he also enjoys seeing others succeed
1: absolutely yeah you so, know and, and think... is that a
0: characteristic that Comes from. I mean, when did you first note this in
1: him? Oh, man, it it's kind of hard to really pinpoint things like that, right? Yeah, it is. But but looking back, I think Kevin, uh, I can easily put into three distinct eras.
0: Okay, the three eras of Kevin.
1: There, there was the the younger era where the defining traits of Kevin were that he was a little dude. He was very small, very short.
0: So his physical diminutiveness in your mind, that defined Kevin?
1: Very much so. He, I mean, he was That's always just sense. the guy that just, you know, like, wasn't quite tall enough to ride the rides at the theme parks. Mm-hmm. And, like, that type of like thing was... Is was, that
0: a literal observation? I mean, did that happen to you guys together one day?
1: Oh, so many times. Yeah. But, like, to the... But the thing is, and this is how much of a team we were, like... Me and my brother would find ways to make him taller. Like we would we would make sure that we walked in in an order that like did we wouldn't be next to him. We'd make sure his sisters were next to him so that like cuz me and my brother were like always a So lot that
0: taller. the ride managers wouldn't notice. Would not notice how big
1: of a difference what there was. What theme park
0: are you doing this at?
1: Great America. down okay. at uh, or Santa Santa Clara. Okay, so you were
0: you were sneaking Kevin onto rides where he, he would like
1: m- stand on the the heels of his shoes to like be taller. I mean it, it was some real like um these what, are shenanigans. Yeah, it's shenanigans. These are shenanigans. What's the show called with Alfalfa? What? Um, uh, little Rascals. Little Rascals. Really. It was some
0: Little Rascals shit. Little Riddle little, Rascals without the implicit racist. Ex- yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so you're, you're sneaking him in there. Yeah. So he could have been killed, but it's out of love.
1: Out of love, okay. we didn't care about all that. We So didn't you snuck Kevin onto
0: the rides. Did you? Uh, did, were you always successful? Or was, was he? Was he? Oh yeah,
1: we've never we never really had issues. There were I forgot there was one ride that he just could never go on until he was older because he was like even with all the help in the world he could be wearing those Spice Girls elevator shoes and he still wasn't making it on.
0: Well, hello. Uh, so turns out that Kevin, who set up the shot. Didn't turn the camera on uh-huh. uh, when he Not his away. fault. I
1: want that clear because yep. a lot of the comments are going to be, like, really upset at Kevin because Kevin, yeah. he makes mistakes.
0: Yes, but in this case, the mistake was mine, not Kevin's. But I wanted to blame him. Oh, I was hoping we feel could just free. shift join, it that way. Join the fun. No, this, uh, Kevin was very kind and set the shot up and then didn't hit, we didn't hit record. So... What we're going to do here is Tim and I are going to continue. I was actually very happy with the stories he was telling here. I think he was happy with them. Me too. We're going to continue this interview, and then we're going to loop back around through the magic of nonlinear editing. You're going to see a beginning of this show. Uh, So we'll have an intro where we talk to you. That will be recorded after this. And then Tim's going to disappear for a while. And then magically in the middle of the show, we're going to reappear again so there you go all there right so thank you solving. for being an understanding production point. it's a pain in production. the production maybe Things we'll just happen. have pictures of kevin in like sultry poses but see, that we could we could run through yeah like a you, know what, you know what i
1: love though is that we are in a world where mistakes like this are okay Oh you yeah, you can just roll with it, and people will understand.
0: This audience is fantastic. I, I Tim the Pockets Full of Soup would not exist without you and Greg and Colin uh, and, and Nick coming in and just being like, "Hey, let us help you make this happen." I
1: appreciate that, but honestly, it is such a good idea, and I just feel like there's so many supportive people out there, and I, I really believe that we share this community. You know, well, all I'm, of us from IGN and all of us that that make this content like like-minded content. I, I believe in all of us, and so I would do nothing in my life if it wasn't share your successes with everyone it's
0: too kind of and that's that's kind of where i was going you guys and kevin and this wonderful community you 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 effectively shared that community with me like hey guys come over here do this thing jared's doing and that's a really really nice bunch of people so it's incredible to be able to sit here and go thank you for not hating us for screwing that up um i really appreciate it yeah Uh, So let's move back into the conversation uh, about Kevin. And we left off at, I think, we'll we'll just jump in right here. This is a question I've wanted to ask you. What about Kevin and his influence on your life makes you a better man?
1: Oh, my God. I mean, that's so hard to, to answer because I feel like it is kind of just embedded in who I am entirely. Like, I've known him so long, and he has been the backbone of who I am for mm-hmm. so long, that it I'm not me without Kevin. I think mm-hmm. that that's that's a, a very, very important thing to point out, that I am uh, not one to be modest about my successes, I am very proud of them. But every single one of them is, I would say, equally Kevin's. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I mean, a thing that people need to, to remember is, and it's uh, something that I have tried to live my life by is that success isn't fun without people to share it with. And I've always been very team-oriented and partner-driven. And um, you can see it with my work with Alfredo, um, or my work with Kind of Funny, or whatever. It's like, I like having people to do cool things with.
0: You're a collaborator.
1: Absolutely, and I, I, I think there's a value in it that is, that is so deep. And it, it, it makes people better to push each other like that friendly rivalry going on mm-hmm. but to also help each other at every chance and with Kevin from the time I was 4 or 3 years old like we were, it started us just being you know friends and brothers and what and that's the thing is like I don't see Kevin as a friend I like totally. Kevin's family. Kevin is family. Like, there's not even a question of that. Like, um, I was saying earlier about the Ninja Turtles and stuff. Like, that's just how I grew up. Yeah. Kevin's my brother. My brother's my brother. We are all brothers. That is just it, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, to the point of us being little kids. I'll I'll never forget this. I do not recommend this. Do not do this. It's very dumb and stupid. And you're probably adults now, so you wouldn't do it anyways. But I remember being, I think I was six or seven, and we were at Home Depot, and. Kevin, uh, or my little brother cut his finger open accidentally on some, probably touching a saw that we shouldn't be allowed near anyways. Um, and we're like, we, there was a term blood brothers and we're like, oh, we're all going to like share blood and then we'll really be brothers. And And Did you do it? So, well, we did it, which could have been horrible. Turned out fine, I guess, unless there's some, So all three of you are actually blood brothers? All the three of us, we, we cut our fingers open like witches and. And did it, yeah.
0: Yeah, we now know that that sharing your blood that way can be a gateway to sharing terrible, debilitating diseases yeah. uh, between human beings.
1: Oh my but God!
0: The three of you did it. And, yeah, and uh, like,
1: thinking back now, if I got a, a you know, <laughs> some form of STI, hepatitis or something, <laughs> some like what's now known as an STI from Kevin Coello, goddamn, that would be the end of me. But but anyways, we did it and out of luck. It
0: seems appropriate somehow.
1: Yeah. So so the thing is with Kevin, like I, Kevin has been there. Behind every production I've ever made. And I don't necessarily just mean that in a behind-the-camera sense. Although I mean that as well. Because if you think about it, every Tim and Alfredo video you ever saw had to be shot by somebody. Yeah. And it was Kevin Coelho with an H4, H6, whatever, an audio thing, holding a boom mic with a camera, trying to figure out, not knowing any of this stuff, just because he wanted to help. And he wanted to be there. And he wanted to do something He wanted
0: to make that happen.
1: And every single production from Tim and Alfredo stuff, even pre-Tim and Alfredo stuff, when it was just me and my friends, like, doing proposal videos, like, like my whole claim to fame, like, my first thing was I got MySpace famous, MySpace famous, uh, because uh, I would film my friends asking girls out in really, like, over-the-top productional ways. Okay. And Kevin would help with that stuff.
0: He's your collaboration partner. He's your... Okay.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and what but... about
0: outside the studio
1: well so but, but my last statement i want to make about the sure this is the, the most important part is that because all that i was talking about the, the camera stuff behind yeah. the camera stuff but more than behind the camera there has not been a decision i've made in my life whether in work or out of work but specifically in work that me and kevin haven't went to multiple dinners and discussed really every night me and kevin go to dinner Um, I'd say five nights a week. And we kind of discuss the day. We discussed the problems we're having. We discussed, like, how to solve things, the future, and all this. And, like, now that we have a company that stuff's on a a much larger scale, but that goes all the way back to just talking about list videos at IGN and, like, Should this make the cut? Should that not make the cut? What order should I put him in? Like Kevin's my bounce board. Kevin is the person that makes my content happen. And without him, it would not be good. It, would not, it probably wouldn't even happen. He pushes me to get things done. Um, and again, that's in and out of work.
0: Now, what does Kevin bounce off of you?
1: The thing with, so that's, that's it, I often wonder what Kevin gets out of me. You know, it, it's, it feels very one-sided a lot of the time. You ever asked him? Um, I no, no, I haven't. You know, mm. but I, 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 it's it's a hard question to answer because I don't mm-hmm. want to put words in his mouth. Sure. But I do feel like there is something there that he gets out of me. There is a brotherhood, and there is this level of, I mean, I would never let him down. Mm-hmm. You know, I would never let him fall. Like I would always be there, and I don't mean that in kind of the traditional sense where a lot of people would be like, we're best friends, we're there, and like, it goes beyond that. It's like we are family, we are brothers, and like the fact that Kevin works here I don't think is an accident, hmm. and I feel like it has been a plan that we've both had forever. Um, and if it were up to me, Kevin would be one of us not an employee, he would straight up be one of the founders, and in many ways, I view him that way. Mm-hmm. Like, he... Because again... Is there a differentiation there? There is. I mean, yeah. I mean, t- he, he... Kevin technically owns part of the company, but it, it's a very, very small bit compared to the rest of us. Um, that's just because it we were already a thing. Kind of funny happened without us trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. If you were to tell me years ago that... Me, Nick Scarpino, Colin Moriarty, and Greg Miller are going to work together outside of IGN? I would have been like, no. That just doesn't add up. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But then if you were to tell me, oh, you and, and Kevin and Nick are going to work together, I'd be like, oh, absolutely. And it's like, oh, you're going to work with Greg and Colin. It's like, oh, okay, cool. But it's, like, it's such subtle differences in, mm-hmm. in all of that. Um,
0: Why do you think it came together this way?
1: Because there's things happen and when opportunities come, you just, you got to take them and Mm -hmm. it's not, life doesn't happen how you want it to. Life happens and you just need to kind of deal with it. And I think that you can't control life, but you Mm -hmm. do control how you react to it. And if you live your life understanding that, you're Mm going to get where you want to go.
0: Going back to something you said earlier, talking about Kevin's delight in irritating you. Oh yeah. What is the meanest thing kevin has ever done to you in a long friendship slash brotherhood
1: i mean i need this clear kevin's never done anything mean to me he isn't a mean person he is just really good at being frustrating and annoying, mm-hmm. and he knows... But you did
0: describe a kind of a sadistic glee.
1: Yes, it is sadistic. Okay, me.
0: so let's let's rephrase that. What is the most sadistic thing I... in in the in the sense of brotherly love yeah. that Kevin has ever done? To I you?
1: mean, again, I, it's it's hard to kind of explain to people because until you experience it, it's just. <laughs> It's kind of like VR. You can't explain to someone what VR is like <laughs> until they've done it.
0: Unfortunately, nobody can be told what the Matrix is. exactly. Yeah, they have to see exactly. it for themselves.
1: Because the thing is with Kevin, it's like literally him just having his face next to my face. Uh-huh. Right here. Yeah. And I can just feel his warmth. Like, that doesn't sound that bad to you. <laughs> but you just don't know. Because it's <laughs> always when you want it least. And it's always just – it's it's. I mean, I think the thing with Kevin is that it will always be there. It's not just like, oh, he did it one time. It's he will do it. There's not been a day since we've been at this studio that he hasn't come up behind me at some point and just been there. <laughs> and it, he just knows it bothers me. He just knows that I like my personal space, and he knows that he deserves a spot in it.
0: How do you respond?
1: Oh, not well, usually. Yeah? A lot of, like, stop. Stop. Like, I treat him like a brother. I do mean, you that's ever, really it. Do
0: you ever plot reciprocity?
1: Oh, God, no. See, that's the other thing about Kevin is that, and again, I could compliment Kevin for hours, mm-hmm. literally. He has done so much good for the world. He has been through so much, so much travesty in his life, and yet somehow is this beacon of hope and um, an example of exemplary craftsman, and just such a strong work ethic and like all of these things. And I think really when it comes down to it, he is the type of person that just wants to do things, you know, and I, when it really comes down to it, like if you were to ask why are we friends, I think that's why we're motivated in an equal way. And we motivate each other even more. Mm. So I guess that's kind of like to answer a couple questions ago. You're saying like, what what do I do for Kevin? I think that's what it is. Is I need to do things, but I can't do them alone. So Kevin helps me get them done. Mm. Kevin needs to do things, but he doesn't know what to do, and I think that I kind of give him that, you know. And then we push each other. It's very much like the, the the Gary and Ash red and blue thing in Pokemon, where like they just kind of push each other
0: yeah I like that
1: what what's tell me the story
0: of a bad day in your life that Kevin made better
1: there's so many like th- mm-hmm. that like that's of the course. thing is like Kevin you don't have to pick the best just pick one yeah 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 I mean so i I have one in mind and and this it sounds like a kind of a weird weird answer because uh it, this is way 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 more Kevin's bad day than my bad day okay but he still made my day better hmm Uh, About a little over a decade ago, Kevin's dad died. Kevin's dad was murdered. He was a uh, newspaper delivery person, and he would drive his truck around and deliver to a bunch of, like, high-level businesses, like newspapers. And he got robbed at gunpoint and shot. And I will never forget it because I had grown up with his dad as my second dad, you know and Kevin and his dad were so close. And there was a, me and my mom and my brother were at my house and my mom gets a phone call from her friend, was like, hey, turn on channel five. We are like, okay. We turned it on and it was a news report that was like local man shot, whatever, and there was like a family picture that was all of us. So we found out that Kevin's dad, part of the family, just got killed by literally watching the news and nothing to that point in my life had ever hit me that hard and I'll never forget the feeling because my first the first thing I felt was oh my god Kevin you know and I'll never forget that because I I knew how much Kevin's dad meant to him and immediately we went over to their house and I, I remember sitting there and i remember me and it was me and my brother and kevin and we were sitting there talking and we're just like this is gonna be okay you know th- like we got each other we got each other and like so to answer your question it was that moment because i had kevin there with me and he was going through what is undeniably the worst thing that ever happened to him and he still made me believe that that was going to be okay, you know, and that he was going to be okay through that. And it's hard. I mean, looking back at it now, a decade later, it's like, I, I still can feel all of that, that emotion. But looking back at that moment, it reminds me why I love Kevin so much, you know, and how he can be so, so positive and he can push through that. And that, When you have a partner that's that dedicated, you can really stand up to anything. And I think that that is something that me and my brothers share. And having that moment, like, you know, it's, it's, you need to have those bad moments to be able to appreciate the good. And I think that that's, that's a perfect example of us hitting our lowest, which allowed us to hit so many highs. Hmm.
0: Thank you for sharing that. Oh, of course. Telling us that. I think that's a good place to wrap up this part of the interview. Uh, Tim, thank you for talking about your friend, your brother, Kevin, uh, uh, who is uh, somebody I admire a great deal as well. Um, uh, Kevin showed me exceptional kindness from the very first day I met him and has never shown me anything else Mm -hmm. ever since. And uh, I'm very fortunate in that regard. I think you're privileged to have known him for so long and so well. Uh, Thanks for that, man. So, uh, before we move on to the next segment, uh, we'd like to take a moment to thank our Patreon producers, uh, Robert Nieder and Xavier Saint-Amand Tremblay—names you might recognize. Oh, Uh, Xavier, yeah. yeah. So, uh, who are uh, whose generous support helps make uh, Pockets Full Suit possible, and indeed, all our Patreon supporters who support us at Patreon.com/slash Jared Petty. Thank you for what you do there. If you'd like to become a Patreon supporter, uh, there are some pretty nifty rewards from that, and uh, you can check those out on Patreon. I hope that you will. Also, and uh, headed down through, you know, the kind of st- with the pockets full of soup Facebook group, uh, where neat and fun things happen. A nice group of people there. Uh, that group continues to grow, and I, I hope you'll come be a part of it. Uh, and in addition, uh, subscribe at all, etc. Uh, on YouTube. And finally, uh, mail us uh, your thanks uh, or your messages of thanks for other people in your lives. Try to keep them short, please. So we try to keep that around Twitter length, around under forty characters. To mail at PocketsFullOfSoup.com. That's mail at pocketsfullsoup.com So there's uh, kind of all that stuff. There's the the, the rigmarole. The as we call rigmarole it. is that what you guys call yeah, it? Yeah, we rigmarole. Call it. the you know the rigmarole is funny. I, it, I I used to work as a minister. You know uh-huh. the rigmarole, rigmarole reminds me of a part of the liturgy. Um, of of of, of a of, yeah, head head head. It reminds <laughs> me of a. It reminds me of it's part of the ritual, but it's I like rituals. I yeah. like I like force of habit i yeah. like uh thing. i don't routine muscle memory exactly yeah but 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 routines are like muscle memory with purpose I, Absolutely. I or rituals maybe yeah. i don't know that's hard
1: to explain something that uh, i learned a long, uh, long time ago kind of funny is that it's not rigmarole oh it's not it's rigmarole is it rigmarole yeah
0: I did not know Me that. neither,
1: because we kept calling it the rigmarole. I was, always say the rigmarole. I still
0: say rigmarole, because it's funner. Is the rigmarole part of the zeitgeist?
1: Oh, yes. There you go. Is that a part of the uh-huh. zeitgeist? I'm it's wondering part, about that. The, part okay, of Part of the zeitgeist, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So now it's time for instant noodles. Uh, we're going to ask you a bunch of questions about yourself. Oh Are God. you ready for this lightning round, Tim?
1: Yes. I was not expecting to talk about me. I want to talk That's about right. Kev. Oh, big Kev dog. No, we're going to talk about you
0: here okay. for a minute. Okay. Ready? Yes. What is best sandwich?
1: Best sandwich? Ooh. <sighs> not a sandwich guy I like all sandwiches. None of them stand out in particular. Not... Chicken parms are dope. Oh, you know what? I take that back. Peanut butter and jelly.
0: Peanut butter and jelly.
1: Yeah. All right. Got a uh, white bread. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or we, oh, the yeah. White? White, okay. white, white. 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 What's the jelly? The jelly. Ooh. 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 Not strawberry. Let's go jam. Let's go. Jam, the, the... You know, the jam. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, right,
0: yeah. The jam. Peanut yeah. butter and jam. Mm. Crust on.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not too picky when I'm it not comes to Not too picky. To the class. You
0: just know what you want. Peanut yeah. butter and jelly. That's a good stuff. What's the first word that comes to your head when you hear the sound of your own voice? The
1: sound of my own voice. First yep. word.
0: Yep. we hear your when you hear vo- your own voice, what do you think? What's a word?
1: Probably what's up, everybody.
0: What's up, everybody? Yeah, or what's
1: up, guys? Like some what's form, up? some form of that. So what's up? All either right. that. It's either that or let's him host. Just because, like, <laughs> I, well, I'm at a weird meta point in my life where it's just like thinking of hear, like I hear my own voice way more than I think a lot of normal people hear their own voice. Yeah, and it's usually saying something to that extent.
0: If you could travel through time, meet any one person, who would you choose to visit?
1: <gasps> any one. Any You get to visit anytime. them. Time. Yep. Oh my God, these are such. I feel like there's, like, a lightning round quality to this. This is, this is lightning. Like, this but is But it's, like, noodles. putting me on the spot where I'm like, all right, right. cool, let's see. The I'm person... just going to pull it
0: out like Ross on yeah, Friends. Per- just like the, the lightning person, round.
1: The person that I would meet, um... yeah. Ooh, ooh, all right, Got
0: gotta, you got you to gotta, gotta commit here, man.
1: I don't know. I mean, see, the, the person that comes to mind that I, I haven't had a real conversation with that i would like to is shigeru miyamoto which i understand that the whole time element there is like not really adding to anything
0: uh-huh. you just want to use the powers of teleportation to make yeah, this happen
1: that, that sound, would sound pretty cool i need a translator i need to make some yeah. things happen but like i feel like i owe him a lot in my life and i haven't been able to thank him for that
0: so you want to thank him for that yes do you want to thank present day him or do you want to travel to the past and thank past him
1: oh let's think past him that sounds past more him? fun Ooh,
0: what what era of him
1: Um, Super Mario All-Stars era him. So just like that's when I realized how in love with video games I am and I just want to thank him for that in particular. I
0: think it was Sam Claiborne pointed out recently that Super Mario All-Stars plus Super Mario World cartridge is the greatest cartridge ever made by people. I've said that
1: forever. That was my first cartridge I ever owned. I am the most privileged gamer of all time. Like that cartridge is, I bought my Super Nintendo and it came with that cartridge. (sighs) And it's like, are you kidding me? That's a good day. That is, that is good lifetime like those games are so spectacular and you put them all together like oh oh my god that that's... is that is a cartridge right there What's your favorite flavor of ice cream oh man favorite flavor of ice cream is easy for me that's a mint chocolate chip ah that Big is fan. the
0: single most popular choice on pockets really soup. mint really? chocolate chip yep huge wins.
1: fan. Yeah. I'm a huge I, I like mint I think that mint is underrated there's a lot of maybe it's not underrated I feel like there's a lot of people that vocally hate it like mm. Kevin Kovala Kevin hates mint? Kevin hates mint.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. I, 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 I can't abide that. Mm. That's I'm not sure what to do with that. Not not like, man, not liking mint. I, I was in uh, Canada recently. I'd never been to French Canada before. Mm. And I they had, you know, you always hear about poutine in Canada. Yeah, uh, poutine. Poutine, but yeah. I don't know how to say it. But I had a breakfast poutine that had a mint sauce on Ooh. it. And it was extraordinary. Really? It was, it was ham and mint and eggs and yeah, potatoes. And, oh, it was oh, a cheese. A and, time. oh, it's amazing. It was really, really good. Uh, what's your favorite
1: word? Favorite word? I gotta say, innuendo.
0: (laughs) Because is is that the phonetics uh, or is that the definition? It's literally everything
1: about it. Like I think that innuendo is one of the most fun words to say. Yeah, but I also love its meaning. I love. I love it because it is. It usually has sexual connotations, which I'm a big fan of. Okay. Um, but in addition to that, I like that it is kind of a deeper layer to things, and I think that that, to me, is um, the perfect definition of who I am. Because there is this shallow layer that you take the sex <laughs> layer. Sex is usually <laughs> associated with more shallow things, right? But then oh, there's, like, there's kind of a hidden element to it all. Okay. Where it's just like you know, it's all fart jokes on the the outside, but there's levels to it. You know, there is thought behind the fart joke. Um, And I think that innuendo is kind of the way I like to live my life. It's that or nostalgia.
0: Ooh, those are both good words. But innuendo, that's your favorite. What's the most terrifying creature in the natural world?
1: Um, What is that, that the spider that is the, the, was it scorpion spider or something? It's that, the really long spider. That uh, they have in Australia, and I'm just like, nah, you can go away.
0: You're talking about that big, long Australian there's, spider. There's okay. some
1: crazy-ass spider that I feel has more than eight legs. Like, I feel it has more than one body. <laughs> uh, like, this thing's just fucking crazy. Um, and it's huge. It's, it's like, this big. Like, this immense spider. Yeah, no. no, I'm not down with that. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of scary... I mean, there's a I had a whole topic about this in the Game Over Craigie show, but all the way down to little small dogs kind of scare me. Mm-hmm. So, like... You're getting some spiders and stuff. There's something about the hair and all this. Now, I want to give a shout-out. Okay. Because they're not so much... I mean, if it was here, I'd be scared. But it's not, so it's okay. But scorpions and wasps yeah, and like hornets, mm-hmm. how fucking badass are they? They're incredible creatures. They're just... Yeah. Weapons. Yeah. They are weaponized creatures. They are. Where it's like these wasps. they have their fucking battle masks on. Mm-hmm. Like they look like they're just ready to tear someone up. They have they armor. Have, they have armor. And then they have a freaking like attached weapon. But then you're like, you can't get crazier than that. Then there's a scorpion that just has pincer claws and a crazy attack thing. Yeah, it's just like three, three axis
0: of attack built into his like, body.
1: I just can't believe that scorpions are real creatures and not just video game bosses. It, do- <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. That's absolutely lovely. That's,
0: that's a lucid observation. I really like that, Tim. That's, that's fantastic. Um, who was your first kiss? First kiss? Debatable. De- expound.
1: So, I mean, because there's the thing where it's like there's – I kissed a lot of people in my middle school days. Mm-hmm. Um, the timeline of it all gets a little fishy. For me. Okay. Um, because a lot of those kisses weren't from romance as much as they were spin the bottle or truth or dare or, or, you know, this, that, or the other. But then some of those led to more intimate moments, like, in terms of relationships. So it's like, I don't exactly, exactly remember um, who was my first kiss. But the one that I would give credit for what you're asking, like, well, who was my, the, the first kiss that was, like, a, a real kiss. Yeah. Um. This 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 very 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 amazing young woman named Allison, who's not uh-huh. a young woman anymore, but at the time she was. I, I kissed a thirteen year old, but I was thirteen then too, so it okay. was okay. Maybe not thirteen. I must have been 11, or seven. Eight. It was seventh grade, so twelve.
0: So you are in the seventh grade. Seventh grade. You both seventh grade. Yeah. And where'd you kiss?
1: Oh man, it was a it was a moment. It was like a. a <sighs> this is this is a story. This is, this is definitely a Tim Getty's ass story. So, it was a love triangle between me, her, and this other girl. And I'm not going to name the other girl, just in case she listens to this and uh, would be upset about that. So, I liked the other girl, and we kind of had a, a thing. It was on again, off again, will-they, won't-they type experience. Meanwhile, I was really good friends with this girl, Allison. Um, and Allison... Had a crush on me, and I knew, but we were friends, and I liked this other girl, and we were all friends. So it was kind of like one of those Cloud Aris, tifa situations where you're just like, all right. And then <laughs> – Which of you got skewered by <laughs> Sephiroth? <separas? laughs> well, so then this girl, Allison, eventually um, was moving away Yeah. Okay. to New Mexico. Yeah. And – I'll never forget, we were on a bus together, and it was like our final day together. Oh. And it was the two of us. We went out, we saw a movie. It was Too Fast, Too Furious, um, and it was great. Good Lord. Worst Fast and Furious movie, but I mean, come on. It's still Fast and Furious. Anyways, um, we're on the bus going back, and I felt a genuine connection to this girl. And I. it was just that moment, you know? And it was like one of those moments where like, I realized I was wrong. Ah. And like, it was hard for me to admit to myself where I was like, I've been chasing this thing for so long, but that thing's been there the whole time. And it was like at that moment that I realized my life is a movie. And then I like got off the bus. Well, actually I'm telling the story a little out of order. I said goodbye to her, got off the bus. It was the one California (laughs) get off. And then I was like, I had that epiphany where I'm like, my life is a movie. So guess what I did? I chased the bus down, got back on the bus, and I kissed her. This really happened. This really happened. That's exa- you and then I got off the bus and le- lived my life. That
0: that is cinematic. You're correct. That's it extraordinary. Is, it is.
1: And so there's How the was question. The kiss? I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, it was, nice. it, was def- it was a moment. It was a moment yeah. that I'll remember for the rest of my life. But like what's funny about that though is it's like I often question now looking back at it. It's like all right, so I realized my life is a movie. Then did I just start trying to live my life like it's a movie? Like, did I make that happen? And I, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. Is your life was, still
0: a movie? Oh,
1: oh my God, yes. Were you got kind of funny live too? I crowd surfed. Yes, my life is a movie. I, None I of that there. makes sense. Like, this is all just dreams and crazy shit that just kind of fall into place. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, that I'll always remember that, and it was definitely like it was a thing, and I. I will give that the credit for the first kiss because it was probably the first kiss that I had that I felt a genuine experience from.
0: And that is not far removed from you, like having your car break down and then running down the road and then getting to the church and beating
1: against the window, oh, shouting. And I know. You're, it's I very, know. Very,
0: very Dustin Hoffman. That's
1: yeah. I know. What's funny though is it's like that to me felt simultaneously at the start of a new relationship and just the end of the relationship. That's pretty extraordinary. That's a great <laughs> yeah, story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad you really glad you shared that one. Um, <laughs> What's the greatest song written in the last one hundred
1: years? Oh good Lord. You're so good at these questions. No,
0: I just have them prepared ahead of time. But oh, this is a man. and I like throwing them right in a So you, you gotta commit. Again, it's just, just say uh, something here.
1: One last one. If you say years. tequila, then um
0: well, why can't you say tequila?
1: I'm just kidding. I do not right. say tequila. I mean, just one I, word, tequila. It would be a kind That's of a weird one. A, it would be. Um We get
0: some unusual answers here sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things yeah. I wouldn't expect.
1: Most well written song. I mean, yeah. okay. This is kind of a a stretch here, but my favorite artist in the world is this guy Tone Def. T o n e d e f f. I could name a whole bunch of songs of his that I think are literally perfect, um, but the thing that I think he is best at is his writing and the the actual lyrics and how they flow together and how the words are put together. And I think the best example of it ever is um, a song called "My Lady," um, which is. Under the pseudonym Chico and the Man. So it gets a little weird because whatever, artists are artists. But Chico (laughs) and the Man, the song's called My Lady. The the whole song is spectacular. But the second verse in particular, I do not think could have any improvements. Really? It is just pure perfection of just words put together in a way that make you just experience something. Okay. And uh, it, every time I hear it, it's just chills. And it's just like such, such amazing emotion brought oh. out of me.
0: So it's tone deaf performing as Chico and the Man. And the song is? My Lady. My Lady. All right. Thank yeah. you. I'm yeah. going to have to go listen to this because I don't know the song. It's fantastic. Um,
1: thank no you one for... does. It's really unknown and obscure. But I hope people, more people listen to him because he's really good.
0: It's fantastic. Cake or pie?
1: Cake or pie. You know... Younger Tim would say cake without hesitation. Older Tim realizes, I was a little harsh on pie growing up. Oh pie is fantastic. Um, apple pie I've always been a, a fan of mm-hmm. um, but but just any any but key lime pie is good, Ooh. lemon meringue um. I just like things. You know, I think I kind of realized that as I grew up, (laughs) that I'm just a fan of a lot of a fan, you know? So it's like, what's my favorite sandwich? What's my favorite? Like, what? I just like things.
0: Yeah. These questions, I I realize, uh, are very hedonistic, a lot of them. It's like, hey, what do you like to eat? What do you like to, you know? I like, imagine that. (laughs)
1: These are are good, though. They make you, they make you think on the spot.
0: Well, I mean, that's the joy of lightning rounds, right? It is. Last one for today. Um, What's one question you want to ask me?
1: Question I want to ask you.
0: Yeah. What's something you want to ask me, Tim?
1: This is a loaded question.
0: Oh, I, they often are.
1: Out of everybody that you currently work with at IGN,
0: Uh-oh. oh, oh, that is
1: loaded. Yeah, it's okay. it's, it's pretty loaded. But I, it, it, okay. answer how you how you feel adequate. Yeah. Who do you think would work with you best on this project?
0: Oh, you mean who do you think I should interview next? Like somebody? No, that no, I, no, or no, or no. Just about... like
1: if you were to have someone help you grow pockets full of soup oh if
0: i was to collaborate uh with somebody and and build it out wow that is a great question um you know i i've had uh, there are a lot of people who i get along really well with people that i have close friendships with etc but i wonder if um if Goldfarb and I wouldn't have a really good time with this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, collaborating on some, some more things. Um, Andrew and I are good friends, but we don't hang out a tremendous amount outside of work. However, whenever we do, the discussions go really well and interest. So starkly sentimental, mm. but at the same time, very honest and, and at terms with the way he feels about things, uh, and interested in, in, kind of pushing boundaries a lot that I think Andrew would be a really interesting person to partner with. Mm, um mm. I think that's somebody that uh that I could do interesting things with from the place I work. yeah uh, yeah that that's somebody who comes to mind immediately. Uh another uh buddy of mine, Brian Albert and I have a Fantastic. really you know he doesn't work there anymore. but um, still, so I, I disqualified family. Him, yeah. Now, if it's IGN Family, that might be that might be a completely different oh, question. Well, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but Balbert and I, I, I love the idea of, of doing something with him um, just because Brian's great mm. and dry and wonderful. And some of my favorite discussions since moving to um, moving to California have happened between me and Brian. No, I, oh, I really man. like Brian's a, a great lot. guy. He yeah. really
1: is, and I, I agree with you. Every conversation I've had with him has been like, "Man, and Goldfarb as well." Mm-hmm. But, but Brian, yeah, he's just—he's a good dude. Yeah,
0: you know? I, and I did Goldfarb, because I hadn't really considered the question, so mm-hmm. that's that's where it came up. But that, um, I just—I like what ends up happening in conversations with Andrew. A lot of the time, he 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 tends to draw things uh, out of people that. I don't think other people would. He's mm. very good at that and he's also an almost endless well of neat stories uh, and insights and and that sincerity play, yeah, him plays him being out really a, well. a
1: background character and extra. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's,
0: there's there's, there's a lot of that there. There's so, this whole
1: old life that we don't even know. <laughs> so
0: yeah, those, those are those are a couple of people that come to mind off the... Geez, now I'm doing the Oscar thing where I'm covering everybody. Just, um, yeah, no, no. Well,
1: I, I, I'll, I'll stop you there because, yeah, you could just... You could go forever. Darren Brazil. Um, so what's funny about that? So here's what I'm saying this is a loaded question. Uh, I was hoping you were going to say Darren Brazil. Okay, so
0: that's that's another place I wanted to go. So I'm, I'm kind of glad that, yeah, Darren is... Darren actually has... Darren's one of the most competent people I know. He's a tremendous nexus of empathy and intelligence and is good at just about anything he tries mm-hmm. i admire him personally and we get along really well um that's somebody else who i'd love to do stuff with
1: yeah so i mean the reason the reason i brought this up is because uh, a long time ago on the game of regret show there was a topic where a patreon submitted a question was who is the nicest person you know mm-hmm. and i had the toughest time giving a actual answer because i was Having this internal debate between Jared Petty and Darren
0: <laughs> and I'm like, Darren two, better a one.
1: Uh, you you won. Oh. You won, but it's because me and Darren have developed uh, a fairly brotherly like um, mm-hmm. relationship over my years when I was at IGN. Yeah, and it's way different than like what I have with Kevin. It's more Darren is my older brother, and Darren is the guy that's always going to give me shit and whatever. So it's like. Some of his niceness, I'm like, all oh, right, like I'm not giving <laughs> you credit for that. Whereas you were just the kindest soul of all time. Oh, but, but I do think that uh, there's there's a lot of good with Darren. You're right. He is he competent is probably the best word to describe him. He just does things well. Yeah. And I think that he has a really good heart and really good intentions. And I feel very similarly um, about you in that way. And I think that lining up his skill set and your um, vision. The two of those go very hand-in-hand, hand. and I just wanted to put it out there. And for anybody that doesn't know Darren Brazil, because he is way behind the scenes at IGN, but he anything that you've enjoyed at IGN over the last four or five years has probably been spearheaded in some way by Darren.
0: Yeah, it, it, Darren will be on the show if I have to tie him to a chair oh, and put him please on here. But, I, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. He's, he's extraordinarily talented. I've already gone to him for advice on things here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I... Uh, I I, that was kind of a. I, I had to think through that one a lot because everybody's got different talents, but Darren's just so darn good at what he yeah, does. So again, forgive the Oscar answer where I kind no, of no, it's perfect. Laugh, I, mean, I like that
1: though. Um, and, uh, it feels fitting on a show that's about thanking people. Yeah, where yeah. you you know kind of look at the people and like what they're they're good at.
0: Well, I appreciate you doing this, Tim. I'm uh, and and, and uh, I I mean. It's all about the Kevin here, but sorry, folks, about the technical issues. That was really just my fault, um, and I'm I truly sorry about that. We can't get the, the footage back, but uh, I appreciate you tolerating uh, that little happy accident or yeah, unhappy exactly. accident. I, mean,
1: I feel like it was a really good interview, so I, I would rather not do it over again. I'd rather let the people hear it.
0: I feel this way, too. You were doing well there. I, I you telling good stories. I mean, duh, you're good at what you do, Tim. Nah. It's almost as if on camera you know how to communicate with people um thank,
1: thank you, you. Man. thank, thank you. you for doing this oh my god anytime i honestly i can't say it enough i think this show is so important you know in a world that is all about uh being snarky and uh negatively commenting on things that we don't like I feel and like who can be the funniest with the most sarcastic joke mm-hmm. I think that this show and this content is a beacon of hope and it, it, it's something to strive towards you know I think that thanking people and being appreciative of people is, is very important I know for a fact that I'm not uh, appreciative enough to, of Kevin um, publicly and I any chance that I get to to do this for somebody I think is very important. That
0: means a lot to me willing to do this and I'm sure it means a lot to Kevin too. You're also our first guest that was the subject of another episode. Now I, is I, so cool! I, I think you're airing first actually, uh, but uh, uh, really? I think this episode goes up before his. I'm oh, not sure. Awesome. I, I gotta look that. at the calendar. I'm so
1: excited to hear it.
0: But yeah, I, I, we had a guest talk about you recently it's and so now fun. you're talking about Kevin. So this is this is kind of a we are a tumbleweed of, of, uh, of yeah. friendships here. Um, and th-
1: honestly, I want to say, even though some weird time warp stuff in that episode might go out later, like that warms my heart in a way that I can't even explain. And we have you to thank for that, for, <laughs> for allowing the avenue for, for that to happen. And it, it's, it's, it's funny because I, I do feel very important to that person and in, in their life. And I do feel like I've done a lot for them and that I was there for them, but what makes me very proud and happy and like, almost brings me to tears is the fact that I know how I feel about Kevin and I know how much I want to thank him for mm. what he's done for me yeah. and I feel like the, the person doing it to me is it's the same thing and like to know that someone feels about me the way I feel about him is yeah. just heartwarming
0: well speaking of that guys if you got somebody you want to thank again try to keep them short but mail at pocketsfullsoup.com please send them in uh, and uh, we, we really enjoy reading them Thank you so much for watching and listening. Thank you so much for being here, Tim. Thank you. Uh, And uh, until next time, I'll see you, friends.